0: welcome to blanket fort books today we're going to talk about the alchemist by pablo paulo pablo paulo paulo and we're also going to talk about what we're into this week as we normally do um so let's introduce ourselves this is rachel
1: i'm rachel and i am me
0: and that's whitney
1: it is I, Whitney, and that's Gabe.
0: I feel like I'm talking in a really weird way, and I think I need. <laughs> I think I'm dehydrated and need some water.
1: I want you. I, don't, I need some water. I need okay. some water. We're I don't We're too hot uh, to send it down. I might as well. I need a to water. water. Oh, yeah.
2: It's your <laughs> turn. I, okay. I don't think we've mastered the, um, the art of the podcast intro yet. <laughs> I think we did a
1: decent no
0: yeah I i'm not good at it they're
1: always just kind of awkward
0: like my heart rate is at like 130 bpm just because i had to introduce everyone
1: it's we could start again. A responsibility hello we are podcasters. no it's
0: fine let's just move on we're good
1: no that was my put that before what you just said everybody agrees we are podcasters is the intro
0: that's a fact i guess mm-hmm. great
1: what are you in to this
0: week. Do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay, I'll go. Uh, This is a kind of... um, This isn't a specific thing. I found a really fun website that I think everyone should at least give a try. If you like... Omegle. No. If you like... (laughs) If you're interested in music and you want to learn, if you want to get woke, especially on some maybe like overlooked boomer classics that you just don't think you'd ever get around to, there's a website that uh, someone made um, called 1001albumsgenerator.com. And what they had done, uh, you may be familiar with like the various books out there, uh, such as 1001 uh, Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. So a clever individual had made this website based on that book that lists 1001 albums. Um, that you must hear before you die and what the website does is you get to make your own personalized page that it gives you one album per day from that book at random and it gives you the link to the album on spotify and the wikipedia article so you can also just get a little familiar with it and you can go straight to it if you have a spotify subscription then it lets you write a quick review for the album and rate it out of five stars and you can hit save and then Every day you get a new one and, you know, you can just accumulate it by going back to your custom page that it's just for you. And, you know, you can either listen to a thousand and one albums in one year or you can listen to 365, whatever you're feeling. I just got started and I'm a couple days in and I don't regret it at all. I've heard some interesting classics that I have not heard before, shockingly. And I don't know, I think it's worth going through because I feel suddenly more knowledgeable because I don't know when else I would have gone back to listen to some of these.
1: That's really cool.
0: Yeah, it's fun. And you can even make a group, like you can add friends on there and it's a pretty simple website. It's not like a social media type thing, but you can uh, like make a little group for like a couple friends and you guys can get the same album as one another every day, or you can just have your own individual page like I do and get your own set of albums
2: that's really really fun i will post the link on twitter when this episode comes out
0: yeah so that's that's what i was very fascinated by this week
1: i listened to a podcast just one episode it's only 40 minutes long whitney what were no i'm kidding (laughs) um i it was joel plaskett being interviewed by james mullinger and it was about joel plaskett's experience trying to release his album 44 during a pandemic Um, the issues he had with not being able to perform and go on tour like he normally would during that time his experience with doing online shows and it was just really good it was basically just an interesting maritimer vibe to it it was good i liked it i love joel plaskett that's awesome
0: Yeah, I think it's really something we don't think about too much about, like, the difficulties um, those, like, musicians are having going through this Mm. pandemic because they pretty much everything that gives them their profit, like touring, is not possible. So what do you do? Definitely would be different depending on where you are in the world. And I think hearing Joel Plaskett, who is relatively local, would be Mm. a good listen. So I might check that out.
1: You should. It was published by Edit Magazine. They did that. Uh, they have their own podcast, and James Wallinger has. For people who don't who aren't really familiar with James Wallinger, he is a UK, London-born comedian who picked up and moved to the Maritimes after he visited here once and loved it. So he's living in the Maritimes now, and has a podcast about him meeting different Canadians and his experience in Canada.
0: Oh, I'll have to check that out. That sounds informative and relevant.
1: Yeah, and he's funny because he's a Canadian.
0: So, yes.
2: I met him once and asked him for a free ticket and he said no.
0: Well, that's sad. (laughs) He just came into the
2: work once. (laughs) Um, The thing I'm into is also music related which is rare for me because i'm not really that into music but if i find an artist like i'm obsessed with them um and i recently discovered uh pit millet or Millet, i think it's millet though um and she has like she has one ep and then a bunch of singles like no full album she hasn't released much but her music is like the most beautiful thing i've ever heard Um, I love her EP my favorite songs that she's released are probably well right now are probably make me cry and like it like that really recommend you check her out she's just like very like chill vibes but like also very emotional like kind of like Phoebe Bridgers but like so so good anyway that's all I have to say
0: (laughs) what kind of music is it though like
2: like it's just like vibey
0: that's not a genre
2: it is now It's a vibey, it's like chill. She doesn't sound like Phoebe Bridgers, but it's the same vibe. It's the same vibe as as her music and the same vibe as like my favorite album, Assume Form. Like it's that kind of vibe where it's like slow and pretty, but like deeply emotional.
1: Lyrical, it sounds. I don't know. Which isn't real genre either,
0: it's like a style of writing. What instruments do you hear? Is is it synthetic? Is it acoustic?
2: I don't know how to answer your question. This just here. in
0: Whitney does not know what a guitar or piano sounds like. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't know if oh. those instruments are in that uh, individual's music, but well, I'm assuming like, maybe not.
2: Sit. I don't sit in a dark room like Gabe does and stare at the wall and analyze every last <laughs> music note that is in a song. I just like groove and chill to music and, it, and there's
1: nothing wrong answer. with that don't worry next Gabe will one will... up you in the next podcast with a description of this album in a very literally, rude he way he loves
2: doing that he's gonna be like well there like was a guitar and a piano so Whitney's a fucking dummy I'm
0: gonna make a list of every sound I hear in this collection I literally
2: don't care to share I mean, you are being
1: pretentious well, we Whitney, can just, just remind. Just enjoy it. It sounds great.
0: Let's. Re- well, we can remind our audiences a second time to go check it out after we get more selling points.
1: and This
2: is why I don't talk about music on the podcast because I get attacked.
1: Don't. No, I'm with you. Enjoy your vibey music. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: I can like whatever the hell I want without having to explain myself. I
0: didn't say anything about that. I just want to know what it sounds like.
2: <laughs> hey, what oh, did I gave you two artists that it sounds like?
0: <laughs> but those are very different from one another. Well, maybe oh. I told
2: you it is slow yeah. and pretty and emotional.
1: <laughs> I'm hey guys. The genre that I can't.
0: That's kind of sounds like the turkey sandwich I ate a few minutes ago. Honestly, it, it was slow, hey vibey and what emotional. Book did
1: we read this beat before these guys <laughs> kill mad. each other? I don't even want to talk about it
0: I need okay. I need water. I'm dehydrated.
1: Okay, Hear well, me. I am going to start a conversation about the alchemist, which I have heard about for so 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 long and i kind of thought this is going to be one of those books that you'd read in high school and analyze in depth which it could have been um tbh not a huge fan don't hate it glad i read it but meh. what did you guys think
2: literally same and i thought i was going to be like the negative bitch She's like oh i didn't like it like i always seem to be on the podcast <laughs> but i didn't like it either babe
0: i didn't dislike it i like I'm glad I went through it, especially in mm-hmm. audiobook format, because it kind of felt like, like this is something you'd put on if you wanted to meditate and yeah. hear something, or have. It's a good bedtime story, but a really long one. Well, it's not that long, but like for a bedtime story, it'd be kind of long. Uh, mm-hmm. Paulo Coelho was a Brazilian man that, at a young age, decided to be a hippie in the '60s and travel the world. And probably had a lot of experiences that encouraged um, or, I guess, contributed to the subject matter. And there was a lot, so much to, like, process, I think, in here. Like, it's deep, but almost so deep that you're, like, a little bit fatigued (laughs) by the end of it yeah
1: i had mentioned to whitney that like this probably has like a very large impact on people who are in a pivotal point in their life where they're searching for some sort of meaning right like i can definitely say that this would like spur somebody on in their search of the meaning of life but for just like kind of picking it up as a casual read it's this really heavy it's just about a boy going through from his home through the desert to try to find his purpose and by the time it's the journey is the purpose
0: yeah, that it was an epic quest that I feel, like, it kind of teaches you a lot about, I don't know, I thought it taught me a lot about just fiction in general, and, like, it was an unconventional sort of story setup because it was kind of like, you know, you're just going along for the ride and learning some things along the way. I guess you could argue this is a coming-of-age novel,
1: okay. <laughs> I
0: like sort of but like for adults but it's about a young person learning about their feels and their thoughts and I guess I don't know when this book was set but it was clearly like back in the day. Yeah. Prior to when it was originally written. So I think back like it was interesting to hear this story about like this obviously like sheltered kid going off and experiencing all these different customs yeah. and cultures so rapid fire to the point that it's like i'm surprised he managed to make this a short book rather than a really 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 long one
1: <laughs> well i feel like part of the element is that that book is translated um i think it was written in spanish first
0: Wait, really Okay. and
1: a lot of it sounds translated and that's not the guy's fault but it's just a lot of it like the, It's a lot of very repetitive words where maybe right. in his own language, he would have used slightly different ones, mm-hmm. um, just a variation. And I find that some of the descriptions are just so specific and to the point that it does just sound like a translator just spit out a direct translation. And it doesn't Oh, it just kind of sounds very forced a lot of the book. So it's kind of like, it's an easy read, but it's not, It's not my favorite.
0: style. I feel like I would have noticed if I was just reading the words, but I have to give Jeremy Irons uh, known, like, you know, he voiced Scar in the Lion King, for example, he deserves an Academy Award in this case, because his narration of the book was like so good that it, I didn't notice like any issue with the writing at all. I just thought it was Mm -hmm. like, he was telling me a story In a really dramatic voice and i would i wish jeremy irons could read every book to me Hmm. i loved his voice so much (laughs) that's amazing
2: yeah i i don't have a ton of thoughts on the book it was originally written in portuguese so like i get the (laughs) translation translation thing um Hmm. but i felt it was very like like preachy and pretentious like it was very just like the moral of the story was so obvious and so like inserted in like every single paragraph that like by the time like his journey was over I was like okay I get it like it was about the journey and like the people he met along the way yeah <laughs> like, it just didn't have an impact on me and I also had no idea that this book was like classified as self-help I literally just thought it was like a pretty classic like i thought it was yeah. i know it's been like praised for its writing so i thought it was just going to be like very like lyrical but i think it was praised for its writing in a different sort of way like i think it just you
0: feel like you it know. was it was halfway to being a poem like an epic poem yeah um yeah. but i don't think that's uh, i didn't find it a bad thing like i almost want to read more of his stuff because he seems like a very worldly and yeah. wise person that's seen a lot. And
2: Yeah, see, the way I interpreted it, I thought he was trying too hard to be that way. Like, maybe know, not, that's just how it came off. But He
0: apparently did a lot like of drugs. I feel like if you're... Yeah,
2: it
1: sounded like he did.
0: Yeah, so I think that yeah, right. just comes with the territory, and I'm okay with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like kind of one of those things, like, if you're looking to read something like that, it's what you want. It's everything you want. It's about being connected to the people and to the earth and being able to speak the unspoken language which by the way is like body language but anyway um, it's just like all of those elements like I get it they make sense there's nothing specifically like to me offensive about it or like just like it, I don't know it just kind of seems very like you said like it's very repetitive it is inserted in every pet yeah. paragraph so when you're just looking for a book to pick up or a story to read like this is not it this is not the yeah. story you just want to read
2: what this like fully reminded me of and there were like a lot of like biblical references in it but it Mm -hmm. fully just reminded me of a story from the bible like so like this is like the clear message and this is like what you have to do like it was very like Mm. like there's only one way to interpret it there's no way to like interpret it any other way i did
1: like, like that he did use a lot of different religions though he references oh, yeah, yeah, Christianity sure. and uh, Islam and Judaism and things yeah, was, like that, which like, I thought was kind of interesting. It was a
0: lot, it was kind yeah. of educational. I didn't there were things in there I didn't know that I learned. Mm-hmm. I was like I was kind of going along, experiencing this uh, epic quest with this character together. And I don't know mm-hmm. about you guys, but like on a different note, I totally like the ending made me feel things, and I was like, Oh
1: really? Oh.
2: Yeah, I ended the book and I was like, Okay. That happened. I thought
0: it. I was surprised at how it ended. I thought it was gonna just be like too bad, so sad. This is just part of your journey. But then when he's like, I guess, like sort of a spoiler, but not really. When he's like, "I'm coming back for you" or whatever. I was like, oh, so yeah. pure. Yeah,
1: but he didn't know her.
0: Like, he oh did. yeah, that
1: was just dumb. He literally looked at this girl for two point two seconds. Yeah was like I love you do you want to marry me and she was like yes of course
2: yeah like I couldn't be attached to that or find any emotion in that because I was like you like the women wore black to signify that they were married and so they couldn't speak to men so he saw one woman who wasn't wearing black and was like oh you are the love of my life so like the whole time he was like referencing her and like wanting to go back to her and I was like okay you don't know her
1: (laughs) yeah I know and then I do also think like was she supposed to be uh muslim yes because like he wasn't and that doesn't go down well so i just feel like that was an overlook
2: yeah and there were a lot of slurs in this book by the way um i just want to point that out just if you want to go into it just keep that in mind Mm. um but yeah i i feel like if you also look at the um like, source material that he obviously based this work on, like, the Christian Bible and, um, like, 1001 Arabian Nights. It's, like, very... I don't think it's very original. And I don't think there's much going on for it. And it's so short that I... I Like, I think short books are great and they can pack a big punch, but I think it worked against him in this case.
1: Oh, I didn't want it to go on too long, like, Lawrence of Arabia. I was, like, this better... wrap it up fast because you're walking across the desert and talking about the spirit of the world and if you do that for like 400 pages i'm out i'm out
2: yeah i get that but i think like the reason why that everything was so like point form and like then he did this and then he did this and then six months went by and then he did this i think it's because like he was trying to cram it into such a short novel yeah. Like, I think if he gave himself the freedom to make it, like, 100 pages longer, it could have been more, like, lyrical and more, like, you know, I think more stuff could have happened. He could have had a conversation with the
1: girl he was in love with before he decided he was in love with her. You know, and she just went along with it.
0: Well, yeah, it wasn't yeah. like it was one-sided.
1: And women aren't allowed to marry outside of their religion, so that was just an overlook, I thought. Yeah, for sure. I don't... And I think alchemy is stupid. Sorry.
0: Really? Why? I didn't
1: get it. I thought it was dumb too. It was basically just like, if you can appreciate the single elements of this world, then you can be rich. And I'm like, okay.
0: Like, I guess. It's
1: not a science. And like being able to turn lead into gold, like people believe that. Am I being really disrespectful right now? Like, I just don't,
0: like possibly, I don't think I'm so in this context. I'm sorry for all the
1: alchemists. I'm
2: sorry for all the alchemists out there. The main character was just like really dumb too. I'm sorry, and so trusting. And I was just like, you had your shit stolen from you like
1: three times. I know. <laughs> like, oh,
0: I started to know. You need to, to not, be a better liar. I was like already like within minutes. I was like this. I, I, for some, I just felt like the character was just supposed to be a self insert for the reader. Like you were supposed to be that person maybe because there was I no character that. coming out. There was no, yeah. like, was like a, who is that?
2: <laughs> it was like a, a, Wattpad fan fiction where it was like Harry Styles and Y slash N.
0: Like we pretty much had a silent protagonist. I, I feel, but like not quite he made
1: stupid decisions.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he just, like
1: barely even made decisions. Like one day he talked to a guy that was like, you should do this. And he was like, okay, hey. Yeah,
2: and things just, like, happened to him. And, like, the the crystal store, I was like, okay. Yeah. That whole part of the book, I was like,
1: what is happening? He was like, you should put a display on the street. And the guy was like,
2: what? I know, you're supposed to take from that little <laughs> chapter that, like, change is good. Change can improve your life.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah.
2: I literally said to Rachel earlier when we, like, very briefly discussed it. I was like, just listen to The Climb by Miley Cyrus. It's the same lesson. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, actually, yeah.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, I don't think we'd necessarily love that.
0: It's fine. No.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like.
0: I want to listen to the audiobook again, if I'm going to be honest. It was kind of a experience on its own. Just in the, the audiobook
1: background. literally 10 minutes long
0: it was like four hours it
2: was four hours yeah i listened to the audiobook too i think his voice was very very
1: nice very i soothing. loved his
0: voice i uh, want to listen to it who again
1: read the book i'm just kidding <laughs> we all did. that is ableist i'm just saying whoa
2: um yeah, I feel like if I read the book, it would have taken me...
1: Like, if I physically read the book, it would have taken me six years. No, like, I found it was, like, a pretty fast read because it is very point form. It's kind of, yeah. like... It's, I feel like the book is similar to the notes that people write underneath PowerPoints for the presenter. The <laughs> presenter notes. Oh, my notes. God, yeah. true. That is Literally what true. I read. Yeah.
2: Oh, my gosh. It was, like... um, Like, he submitted this idea to his, like, editor, and his editor was like, no, 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 you don't even have to write this. Like, this is perfect.
0: It was a a summarized manuscript.
2: Well, well, I do have to inform you, if you guys didn't know, um, Paulo Coelho wrote this book in two weeks. (laughs) I get that. Start to finish with edits.
1: So, like, it's not like he spent years on this book. It's It's not his life. It sounds... He released it, and then, like, it took... Like three years to sell two copies, and it was the same person that bought it twice
0: Wait, and is then that eventually
1: true? Harper Collins picked it up, and then it was good and now but Madonna loves it like this yes book the book is had so, a forward, yes, anyway, sorry, <laughs>
2: this book is so well loved and well cherished, and like I just don't understand, and it only came out in the eighties. I feel like if it came out like long before that, maybe I could understand it a little bit more, but like. The fact that it came out so recently, I'm like, there were so many other.
1: Like, I just books. feel like if <laughs> like, you are in an introspective mood, like if I had read this, wanting to read something like this, mm-hmm. I would have loved it. I, th- I really think I would have been like, whoa, yeah. there's so much meaning. But because yeah. I'm just living my normal life taken my depression naps. I really don't feel like this is something that spoke to me at any level.
2: And I feel like that might be our bad because like, I don't think any of us went into it realizing that it was going to be like a preachy self-help book. Like, oh, you're, you want some inspiration. Here you go. Let me shove it down your throat. I don't think any of us expected that. And that's like exactly what it was. Yeah. But I would like to check out his other work because I feel like, well, this is, his most beloved i feel like he probably has some other better stuff
1: <laughs> yeah Eh, i don't really care if i ever read another book by him again yeah
0: there was i saw one on wikipedia briefly that seemed very different from this and had a lot more specific narrative details and i'm like how on earth did this come from the same person so maybe i'll whatever that was i'll go back and find it i if there's an audiobook. I might have to especially if the voice is good
2: <laughs> yeah i also when i was like looking at this book on goodreads a lot of people in the book community who i like fully respect and like take their reviews to like a high standard because we have like the same taste rated this book very highly so i'm like w- did i miss something is my brain not connected
1: properly like I don't know I just I know we I, did read an inspirational book at the end of 2020 so maybe we're just too jaded
2: yeah I think I just need to have a conversation with someone who like would die for this book like Madonna if you're listening like hit me up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know. Maybe I could see another side. Maybe this is the type of book you have to read like 10 times to appreciate, which I'm not going to do,
1: but. That's not my kind of book. I read it once. Yeah. You either did good or you did bad.
2: Yeah. If you did good, you can stay. And if you did bad, you get evicted. You get kicked off the island. My bookshelf yeah. is Survivor. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will say, though, the 25th anniversary edition beautiful
2: yeah your edition is so pretty oh
0: beautiful. i got mine at
2: like a used bookstore a long time ago
1: and it's fine but like your edition is beautiful
0: every color is it. my
1: favorite it's like a nice beautiful dark orange mixed with like light orange and blues and yellows and it just looks beautiful just it looks like egyptian colors it's beautiful
2: mm-hmm. it's lovely. the one i have is just like a tan and it has like a desert that's the same color that blends into the other tan. (laughs) Like, it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. This episode is
1: going to be really short. That's okay. So is the book.
0: I can tell you about the book. I found the book that I said sounded interesting by him. It's Mm -hmm. from two... Where did it come out? 2006. He's written, like, many, many, many books, I should mention. Uh, This one is a fiction and it's called the witch of portobello and it's about a woman born in Transylvania to a Romani mother in a word that I don't think I should say tribe without wedlock (laughs) the central character is abandoned by her birth mother because the father was a foreigner and later adopted by a wealthy Lebanese couple that seems like a lot's gonna happen
1: that could be wild true
0: yeah let me know how it is 200 it's short 268 pages I don't know there's a boob it's on the longer cover longer this one there's just a, yeah there's a boob and I don't know why
1: hmm well
2: yeah I um hopefully like fingers crossed this book will be at the the bottom of our list when it, when we do more book clubs hopefully we'll like more books more than we liked this one but um if you guys had to rate it out of five what would you
1: rate it like three because like i feel like you should read it because it's Mm -hmm. like one of those ones that everyone talks about so like worth reading it like yeah 20 Mm -hmm. books you should read before your 20s
0: i feel like there's got to be like a one in three chance that this book will have you shook
1: Hmm.
0: a one in three chance if the other the other two like is just not having much of an impact
2: (laughs) yeah, yeah it does hit like a lot of people hard so I
1: would recommend giving it a shot. Don't listen to us. What are we talking about?
0: Well, I kind of felt the impact.
1: Yeah, that's good. I mean, like, I, w- I kind of want to travel a little more now. Not where he went, though. I don't want to go in the desert. The friggin' Alchemist. <laughs> Why the heck?
2: Yeah, I'm not looking for any treasure. I feel like any treasure on this earth has already been found. Um True. I would probably give the book, like, a... I don't know. I didn't rate it on Goodreads yet, because I honestly had no idea how I felt about it when I finished it i think i'd probably give it like a 2.5 okay round it to
1: a three
2: no i think maybe i'd round it down to a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay get it i don't know i don't like between two and three i guess yeah yeah Gabe, what, what do you
1: game?
2: rate
0: it um like a three i think pretty oh, okay. solid three
2: yeah pretty like middle of
0: the road um, if, I, if I went through it a second time which for some reason I kind of have the small desire to I would maybe increase it Yeah. or if I, I mean, read more like... about what other people yeah. thought because I really avoided doing that but I feel like analyzing more people analyzing this book in detail might make me realize just how much there is in this literary work
2: yeah yeah, I mean, it's only four hours as an audiobook, so you could always just pop it on and give it another listen. Maybe, like, if you're at, like, a big turning point in your life, listen to this audiobook
1: and see or how it makes you feel. If you're on your way to your job in corporate America.
0: Yeah, I yeah. think that especially... I feel like it's a good book for people feeling a little lonely. Yeah. Because it really takes you on a, on a journey out that's very... I don't know. It's kind of like a fairy tale.:
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: An epic little poem, I don't know.:
1: I'm excited to see if Whitney has a relevant question to this book.
2: Kind
1: of. I will Ooh. go into my question. not I, really though. I was kind of trying to think of what the whole time I was reading the book. I'm like, what what question? Like
2: I think like, maybe next time, like Gabe asks a question and then you ask a question the next episode because I am okay. like, run it out of Inspo. But okay. I need, I need like some time to like, like remake a list of questions. <laughs> Done. Um, do okay. So my question this week is because Paulo Coelho only like wrote this book in two weeks. If you, if someone came to you right now and was like, all right, if you give me a, a written book in two weeks, I'll publish it and it will guaranteed be a success. What
1: would you write? Oh. A depressing like, long poem. <laughs> Beowulf? <laughs> <laughs> like, basically a book about depressing ocean things.
0: That sounds good. <laughs> I'd read it.
1: That does sound really good. I would,
0: That's too. a mood.
1: Yeah, that's my mood. Like,
2: you would use the ocean as, like, a metaphor? Or would you talk about, like, how metaphor. there's so much, like, plastic in the
1: ocean? No, ocean is the metaphor.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. I get like
1: you. Like my plastic. But the, the plastic in
2: my soul. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> you are the ocean, and the plastic is, like, depression.
1: Whoa. I think you should write it. You <laughs> uh, guys, keep a lookout for my new book dropping in two weeks, which Whitney is funding. Yes What would you you write with? Um
2: I don't I don't know
0: You didn't (laughs) even think about it Not fair No I
2: didn't Um Well actually that's more fair Because I didn't think about this in advance So now I'm put on the spot too I feel like I might just accidentally write like A knockoff of like a fantasy book I love Love it No I would write like a Regency romance I feel like I'd be really good at that Do it I read so many of them and I watch so many like TV shows set in that era. I feel like I have the lingo
1: down. So that's okay. what I'd write. I'd write a Regency
2: Romance. It well, probably I'm wouldn't
1: be great. i that on my desk. Loose leaf. Tomorrow morning. Just kidding. Loose leaf
2: with a number two pencil in two weeks. I can make that happen. Double spaced. MLA format. Done. Okay, Gabe, what would you write?
0: I think I've narrowed it down to two options.
2: Oh, overachiever.
0: One is that I think I would really want to write an unconventional science fiction book that just is that and that has a very, very depressing ending. Like, Love it. not even depressing, just a bad ending, like straight up. Like, I want to I,
2: really I
0: want to kill everybody. Like,
2: oh, it yeah, is my goal
0: it. to somehow whether in life, if I'm involved in writing a story that is expressed in a book or a film or something. It's gotta have everybody die at the end. Like a Agreed. failure. It's gotta yeah. be a failure. Like you're gonna think it's gonna be fine, but then it just is like, you know what? Too bad. So And that, then
1: there's like an epilogue, but everybody's still dead.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh Love yeah.
0: Or it just cuts like if it's in first person perspective, it just cuts off when they die and it's like, oh, <laughs> that's I guess I what would happen. Book.
2: I read a book almost exactly like what you're describing.
0: Oh my god, well I need to read it because I that is it's, my favorite. Yeah.
2: Well, it's called They Both Die at the End, so you know they're both going to die at the end. And it's like, it's sci-fi in, the, in like a black mirror, like technology way. That's
0: the type of sci-fi um, I'd probably go for.
2: Yeah, and it's like a male-male romance, and it's about death. It's like a website that like you sign up for, and then they send you a message when you're going to die in 24 hours, like 24 hours before. And then you can go on a forum to like meet other people who are going to die in 24 hours. And that's how these two met. And then they both died.
0: I mean, that low key sounds like a book I would have bought in like a middle school book order. But it also sounds like it could be great. Well,
2: yeah, it's definitely YA. And I read it like five years ago and loved it. I don't know if I love it now, but I think the premise is amazing and it stuck with me.
0: Yeah. So I guess I would either write some low key sci-fi where everybody dies or I would write a half autobiography, half this is why everything sucks and we shouldn't do this.
2: Yeah. Because is
0: I guess the guarantee of it being a bestseller means that some people will listen.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, if, if I had this option and I knew, like, everyone was going to buy it and read it and it was going to be very popular, I'd probably just be a narcissist and write about my life. Be like, listen to me.
0: <laughs> I would just, yeah, that sounds a bit narcissistic, but basically I would just... Preach my opinions about why all that's these
2: people your book
0: <laughs> all these people need to be paid more or just not have jobs <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah, ooh, I'd wrote write a book like exposing all the information I know about everyone oh, just you know, make my life spicy.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's the episode. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think that's what, what happens
1: we c- when we read a short, not amazing book.
0: We covered a lot. I mean, yeah. we could spend the last several minutes roasting Whitney again.
1: No, you hurt my feelings. I don't know. I think we actually need to roast Gabe about how rude he was about <sighs> Whitney's description of, of an album she liked.
0: If you have something, I'm good to hear it.
2: No, that was just... Something else to say to you. And I hope you don't listen because she's my artist and you don't deserve to have these beautiful sounds grace your ears
0: okay i'll go listen to my chill vibes spotify playlist again
2: good for you i bet it all sucks
0: chill vibes because that's
2: that's, like filled with like that's not a genre i'm literally okay this is my last episode um it has been lovely doing this podcast with you guys but i quit
0: yeah. Fuck
1: you, Gabe. If Whitney quits, I quit. This is how Gabe's podcast. Oh, where he has to you have talk no by himself about to... how he lost his friends. I'm just kidding. I
0: feel, like, I feel like me and Rachel could get up to some fun stuff.
2: No, Rachel quit too. Wait, depends on what Rachel, kind of We are talking about. Rachel, we can
0: have an episode where we talk about Mad TV or something. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Just you, Sorry, you and I. Yeah,
2: I unquit.
0: I told you it was a good idea.
2: I'm so At Mad TV... No, you guys. Oh, <laughs> I thought you just didn't like Mad TV. I don't know what Mad TV is. How do
0: I don't know how to describe no. it. It was like a show. Like, should I? It was like a sketch no. comedy show that you've probably seen viral clips from in the, it's like early 2000s. <laughs>
2: it's good. Well, this podcast would be nothing without me.
0: It's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to. need
2: you guys mugs.
0: I don't want to upload this.
2: <laughs> it goes on my channel and i'm prepared
0: well subscribe to whitney's music review channel
1: <laughs> my name is rachel and you literally i did not come
2: on here doing a music review and i don't have to sell the shit that i'm into i just wanted to talk about some music that i liked and I will never, ever be doing that again. But every time you talk about a book or something that I know of, I'm going to interrogate the shit out of you.
0: I'm ready.
1: You can find me, Rachel, on MC Hot Waffles Twitter at Abrams Records. <laughs> Whitney, you can find Whitney at Witten Wisdom on Twitter and and Wisdom, which on YouTube or is it the other way? Oh,
2: that way. No, okay. that is that is correct. Yeah, I believe you, po- you don't know.
0: I'm sorry. You're just so close. I hate my friends. I am. I no! am Board Seed on Twitter. Yeah. And Blanket yeah,
1: yeah. Fort Books. You can find at Blanket Fort Book on Twitter.
0: Oh, yeah. And you can get all the latest updates. We also have a Discord that you can join if you'd like. It's kind of empty right now, but we'd love Come to bring have your you.
1: Content.
0: To
1: our Discord page. Just
0: feedback and recommendations, or you can just chat with us if you want, or let us know how you felt, or just stick around for the latest updates.
1: Thanks for listening. Whitney's gone now, but thanks for listening. Bye.
0: Thanks so much. Have a good day. Bye.